Can you work less than 20 hours a week and still make money, still grow and still thrive? This week, I'm talking with John J.D. Munn, a productivity coach and consultant who helps entrepreneurs to work less and make more. A lot of his clients work less than 20 hours a week on average. Now, if I'm honest, I thought this was going to be one of those productivity guru chats, right? Where everything sounds perfect and rosy until you actually try and put it into practice and then it doesn't work at all. But but not at all, not at all. John talks a huge amount of common sense. We chat about tracking and analysing your time right now and then making changes to lose the work that doesn't help us grow. We also talk about priorities is a mindset and John answers the triple T questions. So check out the links in the show notes. There's a link to John's Time Sense Toolkit, which we talk about during the pod. So let's get to it. Hi, John. Hi, John. <laughs> You've got a great name. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things, isn't it? It's, it's like the most common male name for for multiple ages. So I think so. Yeah, uh, happy to be here. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm really interested in chatting to you. I, I've got to ask you, it's kind of like Wednesday, nine o'clock, right, when we're recording this. So how many hours have you worked this week so far? Oh, give me a second. I'll, uh, I'll have a quick look. I know my <laughs> my average hours last year for the total year was 6.2 hours. Right. Um, this week so far, I've worked three hours and 43 minutes. Right. And you've still got stuff done. Yeah, yeah. Like... Uh, it's uh, it's amazing when you're focusing on doing doing the right things. It's you can make a lot of progress in not so much time. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm all about. So I'm just starting the timer as well for for this interview. So this will also be counted towards my towards my work week. Cool. Yeah, we'll dig into this in a bit. So I tell you what, let me give you thirty seconds to tell everybody who you are and what you do, starting about now. Yeah, uh, my name is John J. D. Munn, and I'm a business consultant and coach. I specialize in time optimization. I don't like to say productivity because some people misunderstand. Hmm. They think that that means cramming as much in as possible. Is that's not productivity? So I help six figure entrepreneurs to work less and make more most of my clients work 20 hours a week or less as do i i I work less than 10 hours a week now and last year i helped 18 people uh, make 19 million pounds extra 24 million dollars and every one of them reduced their working week from around 60 to 70 hours a week right down to less than 20 hours a week within six weeks of working with me so that's what I specialize in. I help cool. people to work less and make more. It's really interesting, isn't it? You mentioned about the productivity thing. I'm kind of with you on that, and I always have been, because I don't think product. Uh, if you go, you only have to spend two minutes on LinkedIn, and productivity equals smashing everything. You've got to smash days. You've got to destroy them. You've got to bludgeon them. You've got to. Uh, it's every. You've got to. Yeah, murder the day. I don't know. It's not. That's not what productivity is, is it? No, yeah, you're absolutely right. So some people see it as this uh, kind of the hustle porn mentality where yeah. everyone's just trying to do as much as possible all day, every day. They're working 20 hours a day and, and all this. And it, it's one of these things that when you take a step back and see what these guys are achieving, a lot of them, yeah, they're, they're doing all right. But when you look at the time that they spent versus what they've done, you start to notice patterns where actually – roughly 20% of the things that they're doing are leading to the results that they're doing. So 
the other 80% of stuff that they're doing is a lot of it's just a waste of time. And yeah. I, I, people know this principle from the, the 2080 rule is quite common, but it, it does, it's the same with your time as well. So it's one of these things of a lot of people are doing stuff mm. kind of to be busy. And you see these in, in, in offices with workers where they're just, they're trying to look busy and it seems like a badge of honor to be the busiest person. Yeah. And when you run a business, for me, it's a badge of honor to be the least busy person because it means you can focus on doing the things that you want to do whether that's more business stuff or seeing your family and friends and, and these kinds of things. And it's a massive change in mentality from being an employee that tries to look busy to get a promotion to being a business owner that's trying to not be busy so that they can do the right things with their time. Yeah. You know, do that 20% yeah. that makes a real difference. Yeah. The 80, 20 rule I've written, it was fully, I was writing that down as you said it. Um, it's something we've spoken about on the podcast before with various different people. Explain, explain what it is for those who, who, who might not know. Yeah. So the 80, 20 rule is, is a phenomenon that's been seen throughout multiple different arenas where 20% of the inputs. So in this case, time mm -hmm. lead to 80% of outputs. So what the actual productivity is, you know, whether that's, yeah. I don't know, dealing with clients or, or delivering on a, a website or whatever it is. So this has been seen across so many different arenas. It, it just seems like a, a pretty steadfast rule across all things in life that normally 20% of the things that you do lead to 80% of the results. And that kind of means that we're wasting a lot of time, doesn't it? <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I, I don't like to think of time as necessarily being wasted. It's more like misplaced. Yeah. So if you're, the, re the reason why I say that is a lot of people inherently come with the belief that, for example, sleeping is wasted time because they're not making sure. money. Yeah. And it's, it, it isn't, you know, no, 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 actually, no. the more you sleep, you, you actually perform better and it, it, there's loads of things on that. So you end up performing better, which means it takes you less time to complete the job. And so actually it saves you time overall and all, all sorts of things like that. Yeah. But people do misplace time. So usually by accident, hmm. um, they'll do tasks that they think will be productive or that feel productive, hmm. but that don't actually lead to results. And a lot of the time, this is because people don't measure either side they don't measure their time and mm. they don't measure the result properly and so they end up doing things that they think are right but that just turn out not to lead to the results that they actually want so yeah it's not wasted because they will have learned something by doing that action but it's, it's misplaced it's not where they actually intended to to spend their time it's not actually led to the result that they wanted so I, t I take it that if we want to kind of like work less than 20 hours we've got to be working for ourselves really haven't we because i can imagine you know, walking into mcdonald's and you're the i don't know you're working in mcdonald's or something and saying i'm only doing 20 hours this week well they'll only pay you for 20 hours won't they and you've got to be doing you've got to be working for yourself haven't you i, th I think in, in that particular scenario <laughs> them only paying you for 20 hours is probably the best case scenario i think that they'll get rid of you pretty quick but yes. um yeah they, to an extent yes yeah uh, you do need to be working for yourself or running your own business and certainly the people that i work with are in that camp they're yeah. they're all entrepreneurs um either they've just started or they're doing six figures seven figures uh, usually up to two million 
is is the range I work with. But there is a, a phenomenon called overemployed, which you can find mm. more on Reddit, which are people that are working three or four jobs and they have three or four jobs and they do complete their work week within 20, 30 hours yeah. because you find that with certain jobs, you're underemployed in the sense that you might, for example, you're hired as a programmer and actually to complete the 40 hours worth of work, you can automate a lot of it or, or eliminate a lot of it. And actually you do it in, in 10 hours. Yeah. And so a lot of these people go out and get multiple other jobs as well. And that's true for different jobs too. Yeah. But yeah, I, I work with entrepreneurs. Are we just delegating a lot? No. So that is a, a common misconception. Hmm. I think delegating is usually the last thing that you do in, right. in a long list of, of stuff to reduce your hours. Because if you delegate at the start, say you're, say you're working 60 hours a week, um, as a lot of the entrepreneurs, when they come to me, they kind of are. They're working these 60 hours, they're super busy, they're, they're slammed. And if they just hire people and start delegating, you find that not only do you end up working more because you have to manage those people a lot of the time and you have to hire the people and all this other stuff, but that the things that those people are hired for, what they're working on also just adds more time. Mm. So the problem is, is you've come with a, an imperfect system, a system with lots of errors in it. And by delegating, you're just expanding the number of people that are making those errors you're, you're expanding the number of errors within the system yeah i get that yeah i i spoke to somebody a few weeks ago who was who was a, a chief accountant and and they and they hired somebody to to do an awful lot of their job because they were feeling overwhelmed with what they had to do they had too much to do um, so they hired somebody else to take on some of the work and they're still doing as much uh, it hasn't worked at all and I think you're right. The system's broken. It's not necessarily the hours. It's the system, isn't it? Absolutely. Like, is, as, a, as I say, it's useful to think about as like, yeah, one system and the system's full of errors and just adding an extra person just adds more errors into the system. You know, so the first thing you want to do is, is clean that clean that up. Know what it is that makes a difference. Eliminate all the stuff that, that doesn't. So, for example, I'm not on social media. It's something that doesn't make a huge difference to me or my business mm. and frankly i don't enjoy it so yeah, yeah i got rid of that so you eliminate then you simplify then you automate and then you delegate you de delegate what's left yeah so it's the acronym esad which sounds like a robot for depression <laughs> or something but it's the idea of eliminate simplify automate then delegate yeah and the way that you delegate is, is kind of different to how most people do as well don't just tell people what it is, tell people what tasks you've got on your plate and yeah. let people say, Hey, I can take that. I can do this. And so it helps you get rid of things from your plate rather than just creating more work. And one of the things to do on the podcast is ask the same three questions to everybody who comes on. And the, f the first question is, what's kind of like your number one productivity tip? The, the one major thing right at the top that you tell everybody yeah this this is a great question um and one that i did come prepared for uh -huh. which is every time i start with a client we start with exactly the same thing hmm. and whether you work with me or, or do this on your own or anything I, i'd recommend you do exactly one thing makes the biggest difference track your time 
Right. It's free. There are apps like Toggle, which you can add as a browser or a phone app or whatever, but just track your time. Know what it is that you're spending your work week doing. It sounds super simple and, and kind of silly, and it does take time at the start in order to track it properly, but eventually that time drops off, it gets easier. But just knowing what you're doing in the week, you can start to look at things and go, oh, holy shit, like, I spent six hours this week on email. Like, yeah. why am I spending yeah. six hours on email? You know, how yeah. can I reduce that? Yeah. And then there are loads of ways that you can do that kind of thing. But as with every problem, you don't know how to fix the problem until you know, firstly, that there is a problem and what the problem actually is. Yeah. And tracking your time will help you diagnose and see what is causing the problem. What are the the what are the symptoms? What's the root cause? You know, so then you can you can take proactive measures against that. So are we talking about tracking all of our time or just our work time? I mean, are we tracking meals? Are we tracking going for a walk or I don't know, watching something on TV? We're tracking everything. Usually this depends on how many hours the entrepreneur works and mm. kind of what level they're at. If they've got cash um, that they can spend on, if their goals are to spend more family time and they've got cash, mm -hmm. then I usually get people to track all of their time, including mm -hmm. personal time, like meal time, buying food, cooking, cleaning, these kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Because if you're in, in a position where you, you've got cash at the minute, then you can start to hire people for, for tasks like that. If you're earlier in your journey and you're kind of just starting a business and really your main goal at the minute is to, to make money, to get your yourself in a position where the business is sustainable, then track your regular work time. Mm. So know what it is within your work time that is helping you d drive revenue, really. So the first step is always driving revenue. So look into your time, track your work time so you know what's driving revenue. So yeah, if you've already got money and your business is established, track all of your time. If you're just starting out and you just need to make some money and get your business sustainable, then just track your work time to start with. Yeah, I bet it comes as a bit of a shock to some folk, doesn't it, when they actually analyse it and look what they're doing? Every single time I've done this with anybody, they always have the same kind of response, which is, I had no idea. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea that I was spending that much time doing this. Yeah. I had no idea that actually I was only spending so much time doing this other thing. And I think everybody knows the adage, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And people have noticed that time drags when you're not having fun. Yeah. But people are very bad at estimating how much time they spend on things. So a lot of people think they spend a ridiculous number of hours on things like social media and, and email. Yeah. But they have no idea how much time they spend on, on small things like scrolling their own social media feeds yeah. or, or yeah. speaking with friends or, or whatever. Yeah. They have no idea how much goes into, in, into that side of things. And it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to get rid of these things. Like I, I don't necessarily recommend that people cut out their social media scrolling time. Mm. Um, some, there, there is some value in that. Mm. It's more important that you're just aware, you know, yeah. am I yeah. happy spending this much time doing time this doing thing? This. Yeah. Should I spend more? Should I spend less? What, what, what do I want to do with my time? Be intentional. Yeah. yeah. I think I might start. I think I might try that for a, a few weeks. I'm not sure I want to, to be fair. My scam <laughs> te terrify me. 
<laughs> to be honest with you. Honestly, honestly, it would change your life. <laughs> yes. Like just a yeah. simple thing of tracking your time changes your life. It, yeah, there's yeah. a an app that I use, which is totally free. It's called Toggle. Yeah. I'm not yeah. affiliated with them in any way. Um, yeah. It's just, it's a great app. You know, it so is. I recommend yeah. that. I, I use Toggle myself. I, I use it for um, billing clients. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I use it all the time. It's great. Uh, fantastic. Um, can we still grow and move forward? kind of at the same pace do we need to move forward all the time because do we do we need double digit growth every quarter can we still grow when we just work in a few hours yeah that, that that's a, a really good question and it's there is obviously the degrowth movement in in economics and, mm. and that side of things i'm going to talk about it more in terms of personal growth and, mm. and business growth so yeah yeah affects us on a micro level um it really depends on your own goals so with some of the people that come to me, they w- want to spend more time with their family or their friends, or they're on the brink of divorce, and their wife is very not happy, very much not happy, or their husband's very much not happy. And their goal is to spend more time doing what they do. And actually, they don't care about making more money. Mm. They're they're already making a, a few million. That they're very comfortable. They're not bothered about more money. Yeah. So with those people, it's not about growth in revenue in 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 the way that most people think about growth. It's more growth in in their own habits, growth in the amount of time that they have and, and personal growth. Yeah. Now, other clients come to me on the opposite end of the spectrum where they want to make loads more money. They also might be making millions already or yeah. they might have only just started, but they want to make loads more money and that's the growth that they want to achieve. And one of the things that surprises people is that it's not a trade-off. Sure. People think that by working less, they'll make less, and it's not true. Yeah. So by working less and being conscious of the time, firstly, you're going to be more efficient with the time that you spend. You're, you're less burned out. You can focus better. You can, you can do things better. But also you notice that the things that you are spending time on are the things that actually make a difference. And so by working fewer hours you actually end up achieving more in, than you were working 60 hours because you're doing the right things now. Yeah. So you end up working less and making more. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Because growth doesn't necessarily have to mean money, does it? Like you said, it can mean personal growth. And I think that's probably, for, for me, that's more important than monetary in a way. If, you've, if, you're, if you're doing okay, for, for example, and, and you're paying the bills and you, you have a decent lifestyle, um. The personal growth is probably more important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Like it, it does vary person to person, and you, you know, I, 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 I don't judge people based on what they're trying to do. You know, it's, mm. that's up to you. I'm just here yeah. to help you try and achieve it. And yeah, yeah. for me, like from a personal point of view, having your time, like time, is one of the only finite, truly finite resources. You can never get it back. And yeah. whether you want to make more money, you can you can spend your time more intentionally and make more money with that. If you want to spend more time with your family, if you've got your time back, you can spend more time with your family. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of these things that I think people don't have a strong enough grasp and control of their own time. Sure. And they suffer for it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah, growth, personal or, or monetary or, or anything else, it all comes down to how much time you have and how you spend that time. Yeah. Um, this ideology which you've got must revolve around priorities. How do you kind of prioritise? Yeah, so this is something that I, I talk about with, with my clients quite a lot, where how do we know what we're meant to do? Hmm. So when you prioritise, 
the first thing you, you always start with is asking yourself a question, which is, what am I trying to achieve? Yeah. With the time that I've got, with what I'm doing here, what am I trying to do? When you know that and you've got a, a real understanding of that, it's much easier to say, okay, well, this thing and this thing is my priority because it actually leads to what I'm trying to achieve. So we normally work backwards from a, from a point. So from whatever it is they're trying to achieve and work backwards and create a plan. So when you do that and you know what you're trying to achieve, you can look at your schedule and I'd encourage everybody to do this mm. like now, today, mm. look at your calendar mm. and just think, does this calendar reflect my priority? Sure. Is the stuff that's scheduled into my calendar, the thing that I want to be scheduled into my calendar, is it going to make help me achieve whatever my goal is at the minute? You know, whether that's, am I really putting my family first? Or is this meeting with this random guy really going to lead to more revenue? Is, is it likely to do this? Or is that two hours spent on creating social media posts? Are they actually going to likely to lead to clients? You know, so when you know what you're trying to achieve and then you look at what your schedule is, it's very easy to then say, okay, this and this is going to move me forward. Yeah. Sounds like there's a lot of self-analysis going on, which I don't think a lot of us do, do we? I think people don't do it enough, mm. definitely. Mm. But I try and stay away from just just pure self-analysis. I think that is part of it, but part of it is just being looking at the data, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and understanding how the, how your own business works, understanding what the systems are, understanding your your client base as well, your customers. It's it it is analysis over overall self analysis or business analysis and these kinds of things, but it's it's one of these times where you you think more in order to work less. Yeah, and the time that you spend thinking, retur the return on investment for that is is five tenfold. You know. The second question that I ask everybody who comes on, on the pod is, um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, kind of like the, it could be life advice, productivity advice, could be anything really. The, the, the one thing that you kind of remember that a mentor or a teacher or somebody has, has given you. Yeah, you, you actually mentioned this one in the email and it took me a long time to think about mm. this. Um, I've received quite a lot of good advice throughout my years, but I think the, the thing that, most fundamentally changed my life actually it kind of embarrassingly came from a youtube video <laughs> that went viral years and years ago and um it was this this silly video where this guy pours out jelly beans um on like a big mat and counts them out and there's like voiceover for it you can find it on on youtube yeah um it's like jelly bean time videos or something yeah but just at the end he says oh and how much time do you have left? And the whole premise of this is to calculate how many times you have left to do certain things. So in the video, one of the things he does, and he represents it with jelly beans, is pours these jelly beans out and then takes, uh, it's like tens of thousands of jelly beans and then takes some out and says, okay, this is the time that you spent at school. This is the time sure. that you spent uh, learning. This is the time you spent whatever. Yeah. Um, and reduces the pile of jelly beans gradually taking all these things out. This is the yeah. time that you're going to spend sleeping throughout your life, etc. Yeah. And then there's like this tiny pile of jelly beans left and it's like, 
okay, this is how many times you're going to see your parents before they die. Yeah. Like you are this, this age now, you currently see them twice a year. Their life expectancy is 77 or whatever it is in the country that you live in. Yeah. Well, based on that, you see them twice a year, they're five years away from that average life expectancy. You're only going to see them 10 more times, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's something that felt very poignant for me at the time I was running a business that was, uh, across seven countries and we were running events in China and Germany and the UK and all sorts of stuff. And I was busy. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw this visit video and I was like, oh man, like I've only got this many times to see my mom or I've only got yeah. this many more times to hang out with my friends and have a beer in like a relaxed way or this many times to, I don't know, go to other countries or this many books to read. And the, at the end of the video, it's just, yeah, how many times do you have left? And it made me, I sat down straight after and I, I calculated some of the, the key things for me. And I just calculated based on the average times that I did it at that point and how long I had left or the family member had left or whatever. Yeah. I calculated how many times I've got left to, to spend that time with them. And that totally changed my life. Yeah. Um, I looked at it. I was not happy with the numbers. And I was like, man, I, I need to change this. Sure. You know, I'm, I can't, I can't only see my mum 20 more times. I, yeah. I, that, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So it made me totally reevaluate my priorities and, and reevaluate what I was doing in my time. And that's kind of why I ended up doing what I do now, which is helping other people take control of their time. And I, I specialize in, in time for that reason, which is just when you're aware of how few times left there are to do things, it makes you more driven to be intentional with your time. And I yeah. think so many people go through life not being intentional and kind of just bumbling their way through. And the most common thing at the end on, on people's deathbeds is like, oh man, I, I didn't do this thing. Mm. Or like, I, I wish I did that. Yeah, And yeah. it's because, yeah. they, you know, they think they've got all the time in the world. And then when when it comes towards the end, it's, it's like, oh sh- yeah, I, I really should have done that, but yeah. I can't now or that that moment's passed and yeah being intentional with your time both relaxing time and work time is is for me like the absolute fundamental of everything and i just i like helping people come to that realization and i like helping people do it i, I like yeah. helping people achieve that kind of intentional time because it, it's it's totally life-changing for yeah. them and for everybody around them as well like it, it makes a huge difference I'm, I'm a massive believer in that so yeah, anything that I can do to help other people be intentional with their time, and myself included, that that jelly bean video was the best advice I've ever been given, and that guy probably would never know that he's changed yeah, my, yeah. my life that way. But yeah, yeah, I recommend it. Strongly recommend it. Yeah, I'll try and um, I'll do a I'll do a Google on it later, and um, stick a stick a link in the show notes so folks can can tap on that, and um, and have a look. Um, mindset has got to got to come into this a lot, hasn't it? Motivation. You've got to be motivated to want to do this. It must play a huge part, mustn't it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like motivations, are a, a very important part for no matter what you what yeah. you want to do. Um, I'm a bigger believer in discipline than motivation. Yeah. Um, I think just just sitting down and, and getting it done is important. But I also understand and appreciate that we all have times where we can't sit down and get it done or we don't want to. And, and that's all right. You know, yeah. like 
the the smartest people in the world are all working for Facebook and Google and everything. <laughs> they're they're paid to make things super addictive. Of course, or like yeah. these food companies and things. It's the whole world's against you, man. Of course, um, yeah. So you you've got to have some understanding about that as well yourself. But yeah, knowing what your motivations actually are, not what you think your motivation should be, but what actually motivates you, creates a big difference in terms of clarity, so that you can spend your time doing the things that are important to you. So feeling motivated to do them, but also committing to the discipline to get those things done as well. Yeah, is is um is forming habits a part of this? Do you think? Yes. Yeah. So forming habits is part of it. It's not as big a part as what everybody thinks. Right. So a lot of people think they need to wake up at four a.m. and then oh. go to the gym and then go for a swim yeah. and uh, whatever. Yeah. Like it's. And yeah, have have, have, one, like have one of those weird green shakes that we've just made out of what's left at the bottom of the fridge and looks disgusting. Yeah, you've got to have one of those at yeah, like 5 a.m. Yeah, and st stop eating food that you enjoy because, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. stop doing things that make you happy because, you know, that's bad for you. Yeah. These, these kinds of things. Like people have so many <laughs> uh, just wrong conceptions. Yeah. You know, not even misconceptions, just totally wrong. Yeah. Like these gurus and hustle porn guys and everything like yeah you have to live like this yeah. It's like yeah cool man like yeah. that works for you great like i'm all for you but that that isn't for me that isn't my style no. like no. the habits that i want are different to the habits that work for you yeah. you know and it's yeah habit habits are important but it, not everything has to be ground down into an absolute minute powder of here are my habits and I, I have exactly three minutes today to, I don't know, do this thing. I've got yeah. exactly two minutes to reply to you, etc. Like, no, like, yeah. no, very few people want to live like that. Yeah. And that puts too much pressure on you for a start and, and, and is the exact opposite, I think, of what you're talking about. I mean, if I had to work like that, I've only got like one minute to answer this email or I've got to do this at this exact time. And then oh, it's too much pressure. Yeah, like it works for some people, and I I do have a couple of clients that that's that's where their zone is. You know, yeah. like they've got super regimented time, and that's what they want. But for the vast majority of my clients, it's we're all about creating freedom. Yeah. So freedom in time, freedom of choice to live and work wherever you want, the freedom to to earn as much money, like the ability to earn the money that you need to earn, etc. Mm. Yeah. And having a, a such a regimented life for a lot of people doesn't feel like freedom um and it's you know it's a balance yeah so you, you kind of touched on on this next question a little bit i think but how do we kind of start the process to to work le less hours a week is it this this you know tracking our time is that the main thing yeah it is definitely so if if you want to to work less uh, as with so many things sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards mm -hmm. um and with this, this is, is one of those where you need to put a start tracking your time and it will take you probably an hour, um, a week extra to start tracking your time at first. Yeah. But as things change and things improve and you make those adjustments, the amount of time that it takes you to track dramatically decreases as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tracking your time, know what you spend your time on and just kind of spotting patterns. So for example... Yeah. When are you, when are you most productive? What times of the day do you actually end up doing loads of stuff? Yeah. Um, 
how long blocks do you work in? So some people, they work in 20 minute blocks. That's how, how they work. Personally, I work in, it's an hour and 40 minutes, usually are my yeah. blocks where I might fully focus for that time. Then I'm out. People have different times and people have different times of the day as well. And most people aren't, aren't truly aware. They might have, an, have a rough idea, but they, they don't really know. Mm. Um, and as I said earlier, people are very bad at estimating these things. It's usually very, very different to what they think at first. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. tracking your time. Um, I do have a, a free resource on my website called cool. the Time Sense Toolkit, cool. which is helping people to do their first time audit. So it tells you how long you should track for, what kind of things you should track, how to set up toggle properly, and then how to analyze and make the changes as well. Um, it's totally free. It's on my website. Yeah, what I'll do is I'll, I'll stick a link in the show notes and folks can tap on that and um, and find that really quickly because um, that'd be useful, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. Do, do we kind of like lose a few hours a week to start with? Is that how we kind of like, do we eke it down slowly? Okay, the, fir- the first week that you start, mm. you just, the, in- the entire first week is just about discovery. Okay? Sure. What is the problem that I've got? What's causing this problem? Yeah, where is my time being spent? Uh, and then, and then I take it you, and then I take it you identify the crap that you're doing that that is a waste of time and that's pointless and that it's what you probably think is really important, but it's not really. You identify that, and then do you kind of like just then remove that from your from your routine? Yeah, exactly. So within you, usually within just a few days or within a week of of tracking, you start to notice things where it, it surprises you. But they're very, very quick wins. So with a lot of my clients, like, as I said, they come to me working 60, 70 hours a week. Hmm. Um, usually within within a week, within a week, two weeks, we've normally cut them down to 40 hours. And then the next 20 hours to cut them down usually takes another month or two. Yeah. Um, but for example, I had one client, uh, Pierre, who ran like a mechanics garage. Yeah. And he, he went from earning like $60,000 $60, he was in Canada, yeah. $60,000 a month to $140,000 a month. Yeah. And then he reduced his work week from 65 hours right down to 30 hours within six weeks. Yeah. So yeah. not only had he dramatically reduced his work week, more than halved it, um, but he also more than doubled the amount of money that he was making Yeah. Um, during that time because he had implemented things that dramatically improved his systems. Yeah. So... It sounds like the first week is going to take you an extra hour on top of your normal week. But from that first week onwards, you're going to reduce probably 10, 20, 30 hours of your work week almost immediately. There's, there's lots of very easy wins. So the final question I ask everybody is, um, what's your favorite procrastination? Because everybody has a bit of a procrastination. Everybody wastes time when they're meant to be doing something important. What's, what's yours? Do, do you procrastinate? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Every, everybody procrastinates. Like, yeah. Um, I, 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 I go, I go on Google. I go on Google Maps holidays. <laughs> oh, yeah. do you have like a saved boards and things in different places, or do you like drop yourself in the city and walk around? Yeah, it's like things. I'll just hear something on the news or something like that, and I'll think, "Oh, that sounds a nice place. I wonder what it's like." And then I'll enter Google Maps Street View, and I'm gone for ages, and that's it. I'm on holiday. <laughs> There is a great game online that you might enjoy called GeoGuessr, where ah. it drops you into a random place in the world, 
like using Google Maps and you have to try yeah. and guess where you are. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could do that. Yeah, waste my so what's your what's your waste of time? Yeah, my waste of time is is well not waste of time. It, it helps me unwind, and I find myself mm. doing this is, is gaming. So like, I play a lot of modern board games. Um, right. yeah. I play on boardgamearena.com, which is like modern board games and things. Yeah. Um, and I I do like little puzzles and and stuff as well, like Puzzled Pint, which is like this uh, kind of logic puzzle event that takes place every month. So. I do a lot of stuff like that with my time. I'm playing a game called XCOM at the minute. Yep. Um, but yeah, that, that's very much my procrastination. Like if I'm not noodling about on guitar for five minutes between like other little work, I'm, I'm usually playing a game of some sort. It's good for your soul though, isn't it? I think, I think it, it kind of like tells you your, your brain just wants a little bit of a rest, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah it's, it's an important part of work, like very yeah. underrated part of work. Yeah. But very important you know like refreshing and i think a lot of people find that when they go for a walk or they take five minutes out that suddenly something that they were finding difficult suddenly becomes really easy like they yeah. get an idea for it and they come back to that task and it's like oh wow i don't know why i was struggling and it's yeah you just needed a break you yeah. know so yeah i don't like calling it procrastination necessarily i, I don't like calling yeah, it no. wasted time certainly but it it is non-working time i suppose like it's, yeah. it's relaxation and unwinding time yeah fabulous i've enjoyed this chat i've learned a lot i think i'm going to start tracking my time and terrify myself um <laughs> as, to, as to what i do that's pointless i'm sure there's a lot of it um where where can we find your website john yeah so my website is www of course john j d cool fantastic what i'll do is leave Links to everything we talked about in the show notes. Folks can tap on it. Um, John, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure, John. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again to John for his time. Don't forget to check out all the links in the show notes and subscribe to the pod if you've enjoyed the episode. It's, it's out everywhere, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon. It's all over the place. Just search for the Triple T Productivity Podcast. Thanks for listening.